even if I plan out what I want to do, and I think like, oh, I need to set aside time for this and this and this, it doesn't mean I will. <laughs> I'm being chased, or like a feeling I'm being chased, or like an impending feeling that if I don't get this thing done, bad things are gonna happen. I realistically get two hours of good work in a day, and then just spend the rest of the day sort of sitting around or in meetings. I think beavers should be homeschooled. <laughs> Why am I the queen? Welcome to Coming In Without Context. I'm Hope Summer. I'm currently joined by Dylan Yang, and later on we'll be joined by Jessica Chen. I am going to be doing hosting an episode similar to the last episode I hosted, however many episodes ago that was. And so it's going to be somewhat introspective, but I want this one to be more focused specifically on like less focused on like personal stuff and more on like work ethic and things. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, so anyways, very, very vague question to start out with. How would you describe your work ethic? Oh, back in the interview booth. Um, I think I have a pretty good work ethic. Um, hopefully you, you would attest to that. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know what qualities necessarily lead to it, but I am really good at independent work. In fact, I prefer working alone compared to group work because group work just sucks from my experience. And you know, we've been remote for like the last two years and I've been doing fine because I know how to manage my own schedule. I don't procrastinate. So I do things before they need to be done, you know, and if it's like a larger project, I'll break it up into smaller workloads that are manageable day to day. Uh, I guess an example of this would be currently I am trying to write a full script for uh or a full screenplay for a feature-length film and i am chipping away at it day after day what man what a process how do you find internal motivation for like achieving these sorts of things that's a good question i don't know if it is internal necessarily well okay it definitely it comes from me because no one's pushing me to do this right like i'm pushing myself but it doesn't feel like i'm chasing after some material goal you know it's more like i just have a mentality that i need to get it done and it's bad if i don't get it done i think i've been this way since I was a kid and I think that's why I don't procrastinate most of the time it's just I have like I'm being chased or like a feeling I'm being chased or like an impending feeling that if I don't get this thing done bad things are gonna happen which usually is not the case right like if I miss this if I miss an activity or something it's not the end of the world but I just in my head when I'm doing it, I'm like, man, I got I got to do this. And if I forget something, it's, it's real 
I, I'm just like, oh, shoot. I forgot to do that. Like, if I forget a homework assignment or something, the day of, and I'm like, oh, sh- damn. How did I forget? I just, man, I got to grind that out now. Or I just take the L and I don't do it at all, ever. So in the case of, like, the script and stuff, would you say that's, like, like an intrinsic motivation? Like, that you're not doing it for, like, an ultimate goal. It's more something you just want to do? Or is it towards a goal? Like, oh, I'm doing, I'm writing this screenplay not to write this screenplay, but for X, Y, Z. It is for a goal, but the goal itself is not necessarily material. I'm hoping finishing this screenplay will lead to other opportunities and or inspire me to keep going further down this path. But, you know, that's not like a present thing, you know, like it's not like, oh, you're going to win $200 for finishing this. Yeah. How about you, Hope? What's your work ethic like? I don't have a work ethic. Because I don't have, like, any motivation to do things. Like, even if I plan out what I want to do, and I think, like, oh, I need to set aside time for this and this and this, it doesn't mean I will. (laughs) Like, I just don't know how to, um, like, maintain focus and motivation. Like, I just feel like I always fall short of those things. And I know there's all those tips and tricks Oh, just start and do like two minutes or whatever. But it's like the starting is the hard part. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The starting is definitely the hardest part. Because after you start, it's like, well, no, there's also the challenge of, of continuing your work because like, we, you know, everyone has short attention spans now. Um, I think I, I have trouble with that too. Like when I sit down and I start doing something, that's easy for me because I practiced just sitting down and doing it. But then afterwards, I, I sit there for like five minutes and then I'm like, hmm, I could be doing something else. And then it's like a struggle to, to keep my focus on the task and actually grind it out. But then I guess speaking to starting the task, I feel like there's definitely a lot of factors that go into it. Um, and it's definitely super easy to get overwhelmed. You know, like just in your head, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then you never do any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but then also also like you can't you can't just tune out everything else. Like I most people can't do that. You know, it's always going to live in the back of your mind that oh, I still have this after I finish this, you know, and I have to do and when am I going to have time for the for the other thing that I have to do? My next question do you have any ways that you try to maintain like focus or keep yourself motivated like if you start to run out i don't use any active strategies in high school i heard about the pomodoro technique right where you like work for 20 minutes then you get like a five minute break and then you work for 20 minutes again and supposedly it's a really effective way of uh studying or just working because you're meant to If you have intrusive thoughts like, oh, shoot, I have to do this chore or I have to do this other thing, you're supposed to write it down on a list so you don't forget it and then just set it aside and remove it from your brain. And like that helps you just focus on your task that you're currently working on. And then after you finish your work session, you can look at the list and be like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot. But now since I wrote this note to myself, I can go do that thing, you know? Yeah. 
but uh, personally, I well, I guess I do a variation of that, but it's not it's not like one session. It's more like I just kind of wander off and do something else, and then I come back half an hour, an hour later, and try to do it again. Um, so I guess for example, like throughout the day, uh, today and like the past few days, I wake up. And I try and start off doing something productive, like editing this podcast or writing uh, like five pages of the script. And then when I hit a roadblock, even if I like haven't fulfilled the five pages or whatever, I'll just, I just, I feel like I know consciously, oh, I don't have any more concentration left. I'm I'm just going to be wasting time sitting here if I keep staring at it. So then I just do something else like play video games or like walk around my house or watch a youtube video you know and then you can come back later ideally after you've eaten like breakfast or lunch because that's when you have the highest amount of concentration and you can start again and go oh where did i leave off and then you 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 keep writing and you write a few more pages and then you keep doing that throughout the day or throughout the week and then that way you can even if you're not getting chunks of the project done you're still chipping away at it and all of those chips add up to chunks, you know? That's why they call it a chocolate chip to chunk cookie, you know? You start with the chips and then it becomes chunks and then it's just a chocolate cookie. Did you like my metaphor? It was a tasty metaphor. <laughs> uh, making me want a chocolate chip cookie or a chocolate chunk cookie. Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, like for me, a lot of times the concentration is just like rarely there. Like, there are definitely settings where I can get myself to concentrate more than others, but even that burns out after a while. And it's, like, hard to ever really concentrate on things. So, like, going and, like, doing something else and then coming back likely isn't going to guarantee that I'll get it back. Like, Yeah. I don't think independent work is something everybody can do. Like, you can definitely train yourself to do it, but it comes easier to some than others. Personally, for me, I find it easier, but whenever other people have spoken about this, that, like all of them have said, no, I work better in a cafe or at the library or in a group setting, you know? Um, and I think that's similar to your situation. And I guess, I, I don't know if this works or not, like if it's effective, but I theoretically, I feel like having a study buddy who does have that focus and concentration for long periods would be ideal because you know i can imagine myself if i was working with someone like that and i get distracted i wouldn't want to disturb them because if they're like still studying or doing whatever i would be like oh shoot they're still they're still studying i better focus on my own thing as well, you know, and keep working. So like they, in that sense, they kind of control the pace of your work, but obviously finding someone like that is easier said than done because I feel like most people are not that good at studying. (laughs) Studying is boring. Jessica, how do you feel about studying? Um, I was actually just thinking about how much I enjoyed being at work and how I went didn't really want to go back to another year of school to just study what other people wanted me to, but um, definitely not. I think it depends 
on what you're studying for. Like if it's something you're really interested in, great. But then also you don't really call that studying most of the time. And if it's studying for, let's say, like a grade on a test, then I think not as ideal. Yeah, I feel like that's the difference between it being like like an intrinsic sort of motivation versus like an extrinsic one. Jessica, are you one of those programmers who is like, man, I love this. It's like a puzzle. I love solving it. Work is not work. It's fun. Um, I think to some parts, yeah, the satisfaction is really nice that you get from the problems. And I like how it's very tangible. Do you also like the big paycheck you're getting? <laughs> Definitely does not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you describe your work ethic? Um, I think that really depends on what I'm working on and why. Lately, I have, or toward my last semester in school, my work ethic was definitely more of like, saving things to the last minute just because I wasn't as motivated to get them done and I think that was probably because they were less of what I really wanted to be doing but I mean I'm a big believer in like work smart not hard so I feel like when going to my job I realistically get two hours of good work in a day and then just spend the rest of the day sort of sitting around or in meetings. Are there any ways you've been able to like try and bring back focus or motivation when you don't have it? Um, I think that honestly comes in the form of deadlines for me. Like if we're getting close to a deadline, then I will sort of be spurred into action. But I think some other things that help me are definitely sitting next to other people who are being productive um, or just listening to music and trying to power through. I think an interesting spin-off I like question or discussion topic I guess is is the work day like the nine to five really effective because I feel like a lot of studies have shown that it's not and that like having a three-day weekend is also better for productivity you know mm-hmm. but then it's like why do we still hold on to these long work hours when like most of the time like you said, you know, you only get a few hours of really productive, efficient work. And then the rest of the time, you're kind of like either just sitting around or like, you, you know, you just don't have the, the motivation or the concentration anymore. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely also up to people to set those boundaries themselves. And if they're not great at setting work hours, then I see how it can be pretty easy to just stay at the office for a long time. Um, but I also have coworkers who are really good at setting boundaries. Like one of my coworkers was talking about how other people on our team are here to save the world. But he was like, I saved the world, but only from nine to five. <laughs> um, and that was an attitude I liked. But yeah, I agree. And I think also with the shift to remote work, it is sort of becoming easier to do that. Just because if you're not sitting in the office, then when you have downtime, it's more okay to just do something else or go for a walk. Um, But I also definitely see the value of working in person as well. Are you guys happy with um, what your work ethic has achieved for you so far in life, either directly or indirectly? Yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with what my work ethic has achieved me. I mean, I feel like I, well, I guess just let's say in terms of 
other accomplishments. I feel like I got into a decent college, got internships, things like that. Um, but I also feel like more importantly, my work ethic means that I am able to do things that I want to and that I like set as goals. Um, and that also, I feel like makes me have something to want to work towards. So I feel like, yes. I think I have perhaps an unhealthy duality um, in terms of my mentality. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> well, like, okay, so I feel like I can always do more, like I could have done more. But then at the same time, I don't regret having, quote unquote, wasted the time that I could have been working. Um, like, obviously, if I didn't play video games for hours a day, I could have accomplished so much. You know, I could have written like five scripts in a month, you know, like if I just spent all of my time writing. And I guess that's what people used to do before they had entertainment, you know, they just studied all day or worked all day, you know, they did whatever all day. But now people don't do that. You know, people do a bunch of different things throughout the day. So I don't know. I I am I feel like I've accomplished a good amount with my work ethic and I I think my work ethic has served me well and I wouldn't trade it for a different work ethic. But then I think part of my motivation is also that, you know, I can always be doing more. Um and that drives me to keep working when I need to work and be lazy. Also, like, how much of that is just society's rat race speaking, you know? Like, I don't yeah. think it's at all feasible to write, I, I don't know how much five scripts in a month is, but it's just not feasible to keep working without breaks, you know, for an extended amount of time. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think I think part of that is also, like, the the memory of the past, like, our perception of the past is kind of shifted you know compared to how it actually is like obviously in reality if i'm sitting there and i'm writing for hours i'm gonna be like torturing myself you know i'm not gonna enjoy it but it's easy for me to say like future me to to look back at the at the free time i had to go oh i could have written five scripts you know because like it's not like you know um I, I guess a problem with how our society views work is that it's everyone wants to view it in simple numbers like in averages so like for example when you're writing either a paper or an essay or something like or a novel or something like that you know you can be like oh my average page per hour writing speed is like i can write nine pages per hour you know and then you kind of hold yourself to that like for for better or for worse but it's deceptive because you're not always going to be writing nine pages per hour, right? Like you're not a robot. You're sometimes you're going to be writing zero pages per hour. Sometimes you're going to be writing maybe 12 pages per hour. Like, you know, you, you just in different states of flow. So I think that's a, like a little bit unhealthy aspect of our work society. Like we were saying, like the, the rat race mentality. So definitely having realistic goals for yourself is super important uh, to making sure you don't burn out. But, you know, I feel like there is a little bit of empty space between what you're doing and burning out that like that little space 
you're kind of playing, you know, you're playing a dangerous game with like, oh, I can push a little further and I won't burn out just yet. But that'll, that, that little bit will add up. And then overall, over time, I will have done way more than if I maintain this current pace, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. And I also definitely agree that, or like with social media, I feel like it is, at least in my opinion, that people's attention spans have gotten a lot shorter. Um, so I feel like that also might at least factor in a little to productivity and how long you're able to concentrate. Yeah. Well, that's all the questions I had, plus one I didn't, I had to think of on the spot. So <laughs> thank you all for listening, if anyone is listening, um, to Coming In Without Context. I hope you all enjoyed, and next week we'll have more content coming your way. Jessica, say something clickbaity that I can put at the front of the podcast. That's a lot of pressure. Can you give an example? Um... I think beavers should be homeschooled. Nice job, Dylan. <laughs> Let's use that. Okay. I feel like you tricked me into doing more work. <laughs> Why All am right. I the creepy? Thanks for listening. That was good. I liked that last sentence, Jessica. <laughs> Why am I the clickbait? <laughs> <laughs>